Good morning. Let's go back to Perak Yedal, Pasuk Lamed Hay. Yiftach comes back. His daughter comes out of the house and he realizes, or he thinks he realizes, the consequences. The Aved over here in the shot with the various possibilities is us to figure out whether there was any level of ischivus whatsoever. Pasuk Lamed Hey, Ve'ikir Oisai Oisav Ve'ikras Begadav Yirais Kriya Ve'emer Aha Biti Hachreya Hichratini. These two words are very fascinating. If you look at Rashi, Ki Pachta Ki Pachta Ezraglai. Literally, you chopped off my legs, which means you left me with no standing. You destroyed what I have in terms of my future descendants. V'at ha'is ba'achroi, Rashi says, at the end, lezdevamaschol kol domi ne'ekar. My uh, blood stopped when I saw that you came out. If you look, if you have a rikra, ba'achroi, he says, k'ma yarkecha da'achan v'chein achartem oisi, k'ma mayim achurim, you muddied the water. Muddied the waters. And if you look at the Mitsudasian, just to get the types of these words, Ha you caused me to fall. Bilbul. So all these Pshatim agree it means you have destroyed, didn't take away the victory, but we'll see later on that in a way it does, not in terms of Amun coming back, but in terms of the damage that it will do in Klai Yisrael. That's not her fault. How is she to know he made such an eder? And we'll see, as we began discussing last week, what the mistakes are, the series of mistakes. Pasuk, Lamed Hay at the end, Vanechi Patsi Sifi El Hashem V'lo He decides in his mind, that he made an ed there, he cannot go back, it would be a chil Hashem to go back, and he's muchuyiv adavr. What does he think he's muchuyiv to do? We'll go over soon. Whichever shot you take, it's incorrect. He's not muchuyiv to do anything. The neder was not chal. Even a shayla, as far back as the medjish, Rabbi Yechem Reish is there any chiv in Kedusha's domin, like Ercha Lai, that he is chayiv to pay, Unfortunately, he's not even contemplating that mahalach. It's either carbon mamish, as hard as that is to imagine, or it means uh, seclusion and dedicated to Avedis Hashem alone, which, as Rabak started alluding to, there's a concept when Chana brings up the young Shmuel and says, I'm dedicating to Hashem, well, he's a Levi, and that doesn't preclude him from getting married and having a family, which he did, and we know he had sons for her to be dedicated to this type of Avodis Hashem, it would detract and make it impossible for her to get married because she's Mishubedis to her husband and she can't do both. And therefore, it's not a tushtel and one has nothing to do with the other. The fact that you can dedicate Shmuel Lashem and the fact that later we'll see Shemshin is going to be a Nazir Lakim, but that's a Harua Shog Zeris HaKosov and even that doesn't impede him getting married. Um, that's an understatement. As a matter of fact, he does it a few times in order to start up with the plishtim, 
but we'll deal with that when we get there. Take a look at the Te'elah Saral Bag. Do you have the Ra'al Bag, the full Ra'al Bag? In Lamed Hei, V'anechi Petzisi P'yas Al-Hashem V'loch Al-Hashuv, Hashvihu. He has a general writing commentary, then he has the things learned out. Do you have such a thing in your Mikus Kedos? Starts Hashvihu Ladiya Shemishinad Al-Hashem. If you don't, I'll read it outside. You see, it might be the middle of the Rabbah, depending on how your page is laid out. So, lesson number one is that Nadarim are very, very serious, and a person makes an ed there, should not necessarily be looking for a Pesach unless it's vital and it is in this case, and Yiftach thinks it's not, and he thinks it's a harama, and it's the cheap way out, and it'll be, it'll be a chil Hashem. So the aside that a neder and a shvu is very serious is certainly true. Should he have taken this mahalach? Absolutely not. But the Rabag here is giving you the various things to learn out. Still a tzaddik, and the havmina over here, which shouldn't have been a maskana, is that it's so serious I shouldn't look for a way out. And the maskana should have been that there's a parsha of Nadarm and a parsha of a Pesach and Charata for Nadarm, and it's here to be used like any kula to be used when it's a Shas Lachak. And you could tell it wasn't a Shas Lachak, the whole thing wasn't Chal and it was Shira Maratzis. Okay, that's not incorrect. But even the Shitasai. He should have figured that there's a shayla to be asked over here. Halotira, the rabbi continues, ki yiftach bavur shapatza piv l'ashem huchroch l'kayim is nidro. He thought he was mechuyiv to m'kayim what he thought was the pashup shot. Afapishay adover loy betach l'sakoshi, even though this is the most difficult thing he ever did in his life. Hinei yesh l'shol sheyishol echlo anishol yiftach al nidroi. Did you ever find the rabbi in your megatoth? No, not there. It's a, short, it's a short piece. We're going to go into it in uh, other Rishonim as well. Why didn't he ask a Shaila? Kivariya Pinchas Kayim. Pinchas the God Ladar. And he is capable of dealing with it. As we'll see soon, Rashi's going to bring down that she herself thought something was strange. She's going to go ask the Sanhedrin. The problem is she asked the local Dayanim who in this area were not uh, as learned as they should be. And this wasn't central Eretz Yisrael with the Sahedrin Hagadol, and this wasn't by the Mishkan, and shows you, on the one hand, how stark the Havmina was and how serious Nadarma. They thought about it, and they said, no, we really can't think of an angle Lahokal here, which shows you there was some Havmina. The question is, according to Malach number two, that it was just dedicated to Akash Baruch Hu in solitude, there's more of a Havamina. But either way, they got it wrong. Yes? She's uh, capable of getting married, uh, if not this year, but next year. Yeah. She's in the Parsha. Why, why would it make an Afghamina? Why do you ask? It's worse than that. Uh, yes, if she is uh, Gedela, then he really has no resource in anything. Yeah, not even the Parsha of Dharm, correct. But even in Tinsa Lamer, she was still. Uh, Agatana and about to be in the Shaduchim Parsha in a couple of years. It's not much more of a Havamina, but yes, that would make it uh, slightly easier as his base Havamina. 
So Rabak says Pinchas was around and he would have been able to figure it out. And what was Yiftach thinking? So Rabak suggests This is going to end up being a string of very, very horrible mistakes. And the Rishayim are going to be very focused on figuring out what those mistakes were because we have to learn what not to do, and these are mistakes of big people. He wasn't a Tamachacham. That was the first and last mistake, and all the mistakes in the middle came from that. He didn't even have a Havamina that there's something called a Pesach and going to Eskashayla for an Eder. Now, to explain why he wouldn't know that there existed such a venue, and you don't want to over-explain because he's still held accountable, but you have to give some sort of shot. He was Amaretz, but there's a level of Amaretzis. Remember, he wrote a beautiful letter, even with the help of the Zakanim, on the whole history of Klai Yisrael and what they did in the Midburn and the Dinim of Kivish Mochama. It took us six hours in Shir, Shabbos afternoon, to figure out Dinim Kivish Mochama. And he's giving him over the whole halachelech of who's right and who's wrong and whose land this is. And he was right, and he did it very well. So apparently, Nadarm is in Chumash, quite preferish. The Pesach and the Dharm, if you ever learn Pesach and the Dharm, it says it's, it's Tel Ba'avir. It was all Teresh Peh. It wasn't used much, rightfully so, and it wasn't encouraged, rightfully so. It's the fact that as the leader, he makes an Eder and he feels an extra Achrayas, everybody's watching me, which is true, and whatever I do is going to make a Kish Shem or Chil Hashem. So it's difficult. So in life, you do difficult things. You get Schar for it, then you're a better person for it. Usually that's the case. And therefore his gvura was that this is my whole future and it's my daughter and this is a personal tragedy, but I have to do what I have to do. And he never heard, and apparently there's a Canaan over there also, that we don't, we make the dumb, we stand by our word. Which in essence, Rabak says, is a wonderful concept. The application over here is not wonderful at all, but they never heard of it. And the whole sugya of the peasant arm is Tereshabal Peh and the average man on the street, Taka didn't hear of it. And for the few times, as Tevesh al-Sidur, they didn't make the Dharma off him, is this dangerous? A few times they did. They kept it. So that's underst- just from the historical point of view of what they dealt with on the street in terms of the sugya, this wasn't very well known. Yes? Yes. Very good, Dimian. Even if he has the it, it doesn't look right. I'm the leader. I have to set an example, yeah. Right, right, right. And then people, then the, all the bloggers are going to tell you, yeah, you know, if you're a leader, you get away with anything. No. <laughs> he didn't want that. That's a great example. I think we mentioned when we were learning Sanhedrin. I think we saw that Rashi that's bring down that Yushalmi, that they he killed all the witches, and the witches, uh, their family... Their cousins weren't happy and they framed him and shut son that you're referring to. He was completely innocent and he was screaming and yelling as they're taking out the executed so loud that the Adam got frazzled and they said, Okay, yeah, we admit it, but Thomas Kivashikha, if it's painfully obvious that the Psak wasn't correct, business wasn't correct, you could find a way to undo it. And Shim Meshatak didn't for the reasons mentioned. And that is Maybe felt it was a chilashem, and the din is a din. They're going to say, "Well, you know, if you run the if you run the base din, then you can do whatever you want," which is not true. Yeah, 
Yeah, but that's uh, so that's a good Dinian. And again, I don't want to pump up the Havaminas too much because we're going to have to undo everything, explain why it's wrong, and they're going to be very serious consequences. But we're not dealing, we're dealing with a Kal in learning, which is why it happens. We're not dealing with a Kal in character at Sitkus. Uh, but that's why he felt that uh, the more difficult this is, I have to be Mesgaber. And I would say to his credit, but it's not going to be to his credit at the end, you have to at least take the aside and understand that this is coming from a place of Gvura. Gvura is an incredible Midah. If it's not tempered with the learning and the Metzias of how to go about a sugya, it could be either not helping or damaging. That's the... That's the issue over here. So a lot to learn from this particular parsha. And let me just finish the Rabag. Kikfar Nishku Kulam and Musa Gaim. And he adds that wasn't Stam Amaratsis, speaking of uh, yesterday's Sugya, they already were involved enough in what the Gaim were doing around them that even though they weren't into human sacrifice, but the concept wasn't as foreign in their eyes as it should have been. When you see something once, twice, three times, four times, it's still wrong. You ask a guy intellectually, is this wrong? That's not our mahalach. But it's not as horrible the second and third time. And Rabag adds, The Tarsh is that the mahalach exists, but the chacham shouldn't be volunteering to matter something because it's bidyevet, and if a person makes an edder, they should keep it, barring situations where it's either too difficult, really too difficult, or it's against the din, which is the case over here. But the local people making decisions didn't think it was proper, for the same reasons Yifta didn't think so. Yifta was even stronger on the issue, because as leader he felt the achrayas. And they felt, everybody will hear about the Kim of this Neder, and they'll say, what triggered this? Oh, he won the battle. It'll be a piercing for the face of the battle and the victory over the Ammonim. And he felt it wasn't right to undo it. The Cheshpin is now somewhat explainable. It's still completely wrong. We have yet to explain why Pinchas didn't call him up when he heard about what was about to transpire and tell him, no, no, this is where a Pesach applies or tell him it wasn't even Chal and you don't need a Pesach, whichever track you take, A or B, why didn't he do that? So there are two possible things in the backdrop here you have to keep in mind, even though Pinchas will be punished also. But with dealing with Pinchas, you really have to explain. Number one, he didn't think, nor did anybody else who heard about it, that he's really going to do this if it's track number one. If you just join the share and you don't remember track number one and track number two, I'm going to refer to them by A and B, or one and two. So track number one is the Corbin Mamish. He didn't have a half a minute he was going to do this. So you say, well, when he saw he was doing it, why didn't he send a message? The answer is, when he does it, between this parak and the next parak, it's done very quietly. Because Yiftach himself understands, as brave as he's being, not to try to get away with something, so to speak, he also understands this is not going to be Shavu L'chol Nefesh. So it's not Pashut that anybody knew, certainly Pinchas, before it was too late. The Tain on him is going to be, if you hear rumblings and there's any Chshash Sakhanas Nefashis on track number one, say something. 
And it was track number two, and she's now in that private house on the top of the hill alone, and this is going on for the next 20, 30 years, then say something. So it's easier again to understand on track number two. I'm just planting seeds as we get further into it. Let's go back to the Pusik. Lamed Vav. Paragidal, Pusik Lamed Vav. Atemer Lav Avi. Patsisa Aspicha El Hashem. And you see her tzitkus, even though she does some hishtadlus to try to find out, is this really the din? Doesn't get the right answer. You say, why is that a tain on her? The answer is for a complex shayla, especially in an area where you don't know anything about the concept of even having a Pesach, and it looks complex, and nobody seems to know too much, you go to the top, especially if it's a shayla, Sakhanis Nefashis, or Sakhanis Nefashis in her Ruchnius and her psychological standing in life. Time love avi, patsisa es picha l'ashem asili kashayatsa mi picha. Hashem gave you the victory, you made the neder, it was al tanai. you have to fulfill your tanai. Tremendous sitkas on her part, even though, again, she does some ishtadlis, when she doesn't get an answer, she accepts it. Which, in the decision-making process, was not the right thing, but that's certainly not a tie on her. The only person over here that doesn't share any blame is her. She did some minimal ishtadlis. In the end, they didn't give her head to her father, didn't either, so what is she supposed to do? There's a discussion, the Chida and others who bring down that uh, she is a uh, Nitzitz of Kosby and Yiftach is a Nitzitz of Zimri. And the double Lashon over here, Hachreya Hechratani, is I'm going to get punished twice on account of you. Why Dafka those two? The Chiddush, why should somebody be a Nitzitz or a Gilgul of uh, Zimri? If you remember, Zimri started off as a Nasi B'Yisrael. And that means he had talent. And in my mind, he, the only way he got the job in the Midbar is if he was a serious Tamachacham who had issues with his Tzitkus. Interestingly enough, Yiftach had no issues with his personal Midas and his bravery and his honesty. What was missing was the learning department. Almost like uh, two uh, halves of a uh, complete uh, neshama. But there's a lot going on over here. For the people who'd be wondering, it's, it's horrible. How'd she get into this matzav? Same reason anybody's in any matzav. There's usually a history. You don't have to come on to Seder Gogulam and Utsetsis for this, but they exist in the background anyway. And there are cheshbenis in this world. There are cheshbenis often from other places and tikunim and the like. But for the Pashup shot, she did listen, and as difficult as this was for Yiftach, can you imagine what it was for her? I'm willing to be makabel, if that's the din. The timeline here is going to be important. She asked for two months. So track number one, after two months, she's going to be brought as a carbon, so she wants two months to live. According to track number two, she wants two months to be able to go with her friends and see the world and um, have the normal existence to take with her into the dedicated solitude that she's going to have. Two months in the sands of time is not that long. A lot can happen during these two months, and I'm emphasizing that because the very next part of this Maisa, the beginning of Paragid Bays, is going to be a very 
tragic related tragic incident at the end of the battle after the battle was over I can't say at the end of the battle you would think the battle's over and there's going to be somewhat of a civil war within Shevet Ephraim and Menashe remember this takes place in Yardin Ephraim is in central Israel both from the same family from Yosef and Shevet Ephraim is going to come and complain that they weren't invited to the battle which is when we get there, we'll explain further. Ephraim was a very proud Shevet, and they took an achrayit for Klai and they considered themselves uh, protectors. And here, there's something going on in Avar Yardain, which isn't even their territory, and they're going to go there to register a complaint. Why and what the reaction will be, we'll see, not this week. But the disaster that unfolds over there is going to be a hemshech of lakasyat deshmaya that Yiftach is going to have because of the decision. And here she asked for two months. It's unclear because the Pasuk doesn't give us the exact timeline. It sounds like what's going to transpire within the Machlechus between Yiftach and his men from Gilad and Shevet Ephraim might have been during the processing of this psak of these two months. Which means that as soon as he planned on going through with this, he already loses his siyat deshmaya. And uh, that's going to have a very uh, detrimental effect on the rest of Klai Yisrael as well. Right now, she asked for the two months. Again, Pasuk Lamed Zayim, V'tamer Elaviyah, Yasuli Adok Razer, Harpe Mimeni, Shnayim Chadoshim. I want two months. V'elchav Yerati Al Haharim. Chazal bring down Yerati Al Haharim is I'm going to go to the base in and I'm going to investigate and see what angles there might be over here. I'm going to go with my friends and I'm going to basically on the din that I am forced or she thought she was forced to accept. Rashi, Yerati Elaharim, Loshin Yelolahu, Dugmasai, Al Gagaseh, Kulo, Yeyel, Yerid, Bebechi, which means the Loshin of a Kina. Rashi continues, A person is crying so much their body is suffering physically from it. And Lashon over here is Yeradati, uh, is Lashon Shvira. That's what Rashi is referring to. Medrash Agada, Derish Rabbi Tanchuma, Alaharim Lofnei Sanhedrin, Shema Yimtsu Pesach. Maybe I'll find a Pesach, I'll discuss it with them, and they'll have an idea, they'll call you down, you'll discuss it. It was the local setup over there, and as you mentioned, they didn't really know too much about this either, but they didn't know what they didn't know, which is a problem. If you don't learn all the sugiyas to understand that everything has an application, and it was a part of Torah Peh, which was never exercised, at least in their domain, and they didn't even know that they should be searching further. That's a tain on people. You can't say ignorance of the law is not, a, not an excuse. Uh, you can be ignorant, no one's expected to know everything, but you have to know enough to know that there might be a Shiloh. You look at the Metsudas David in the Diba Mascha of Yeradati. His house, where she walked out the front door, was at the highest point of the mountain. When I mentioned last week, it's pretty peladic that the main Mepharshim on the Navi, who are usually giving Pashup Shad, hold the Pashup Shad is track number two. 
there was no Havamina, she should be brought as a human carbon. It means that she's being sacrificed to a Baruch Hu, meaning to be misbeded in solitude for the rest of her life. So Matsudas David goes with that, as does the Rabag, the Radak, the Malbim, almost everybody in the Daf. We're going to get to the Chazals in your handout. And she knew that was going to be the psak. She's going to soak in the scenery. She's going to meet people. She's going to live like a regular person for a couple of months so she could take that with her into the solitude. This is not, as I mentioned last week, I'm wondering, track number two, what's so bad? People being misbated. And it's not Arma Halach. It's not a normal way to, if you notice, everything we have in Yiddishkeit is with a minion. You can never be alone for too long. That's the godless. Even after Rachmalaslan, somebody loses one of the Zion Kravim, you would think, okay, let him alone for at least a month, a year. <laughs> right, he's thrown into... Lailainu Shiva, where you're surrounded by hordes of people. What a fascinating insight for Chazal that that's the most therapeutic way to deal with this. And it's ashkafically the soundest way to recover. So we're very, that doesn't mean that there isn't an opportunity for solitude. You need that. And David Melech had that from anybody. He wasn't left with that. That wasn't his tach zachayim. All that was preparation for him to become a very, very involved ish tzibur running Klai Yisrael. The beginning of his life, he was often as bodhis because he was sent to the backyard to wash the sheep, and that was all a preparation. But that wasn't the mahalach for the rest of his life. And that's a very... You'll say there were Yechidim who were in a room, and the, the Vilna Gain who led Klai Yisrael, still leading Klai Yisrael, uh, didn't see too many people and was in his room and had the curtains drawn on the window and sat and learned uh, 20 hours a day. But he had Talmidim. He didn't take hundreds of Talmidim, but we have all his terror. He had Talmidim and he wrote and he answered Shailas. He had, that's even the Vilna Gain, and that's Yachabim uh, Yuchabadir. It's not a healthy Yaakov. Uh, I think you once uh, wrote an article about this uh, experiment that they did recently here in this country, that they locked up uh, X amount of people to live in an experiment in a desert somewhere. In a, was that, that you You were telling me about that? In a glass, in a city. How many people were there? Five, 10, 20, it wasn't 100. They were killing each other. After It's not a normal way to be. It's just not... The human being is not supposed to... Yesterday we mentioned that this um, fellow was complaining uh, psychologically, and we agreed with him, but that wasn't the main problem, that uh, you have constant contact with people, and every two minutes a thousand people are WhatsApping and doing all these, and you never have a minute to breathe. That is the worst thing for your Avedis Hashem, because when you have to work, you work, and you pay the bills, and then you shut everything off, and today you can't shut anything off, and you constant uh, commotion, contact... Devarim betalim, diburim asurim, and worse. That's not healthy either. So there's got to be a balance, but this is not the balance. So she realizes, psychologically, even in track number two, that this is going to be a daunting task. So she says, I need two months just to try to set myself up. Okay, two months is better than nothing. And she asks, and during these two months, as I mentioned, what is going to unfold with the 
finale and the war over here is not going to be pleasant at all. He gives the Rishos, Pasuk Lamed Ches, Vayemer, Lechi, Vishlach, Asah, Shnei Chadashim, Vatelechi, Reyosev, Vatevk, Abbasullah, Allaharim. Abbasullah, the emphasis over here is she knows this Matzav, she's not getting married, she's not going to have children, and she's going to be alone, and that's the Lushen, Vatevk, Abbasullah. Pasuk Lamed Tes, Vahi, Miketz, Shnaim Chadashim, Atashav, Elavia. She voluntarily comes back. Had she asked the Shiloh if somebody knew the din, the answer would have been, run for the hills, but the other hills, not these hills. Run away. You're not Mechuyevis to do this, and it's against the din, even against your father and against the locals who are not handling this properly. But she had no way to know that, and therefore she doesn't run, and she voluntarily comes back. Notice conspicuously missing the track number two, Mefarshim, all of whom we've seen thus far, will hold that nobody ever touched anybody, hurt anybody, killed anybody, and there was no carbon over here, and it conspicuously is missing in the Pusik, It just says, V'yaslaz Nidrosh and other. Track number one will say, no, the Nedu was fulfilled, but the Pusik is not going to spell it out because it's so uh, gory and painful. And both can be read in or not read into the Pusik. So track number two, proponents will say, the right number one is the fact that it doesn't say that anybody, anybody. number two, it emphasizes she never got married. That's kind of obvious if she wasn't alive anymore. The answer is she was alive. It's just emphasizing that the solitude was for a long, 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 long time and she never got married, she never came out. And she said to Hillam and used her time wisely, but she never came out. That wasn't the right thing to do. That wasn't her tachas achayim. One more pasuk, pasuk mem, miyamim yemima, telachna b'nei Yisrael, lesanes lavas yifta hagiladi, arbas yamim b'shana. So as I've been showing you until now, Every possibly has to be read with track number one and track number two. It says they had a minig miyamim yamima telachna b'nei Yisrael lasanas labat yiftah. Every year they went for four days to do what? So the first mahalach will hold she wasn't alive, and they went four days a year to remember her and to have askaris and to say to hillim for ilus nishmasa, whatever the case may be. And the second shot will say, no, they had to make sure she didn't completely go off the deep end. So the understanding was that even solitude for 361 days a year is extremely difficult to handle, but they had this meaning, like the two-month reprieve before it started. They had within the psaq that four days a year she has company and her friends can come. How what? So that's the shayla. That's going to be the two ways to learn it. Asanas can mean to like a kina to have this avez. You'll see how Rashi says lekainen, mean lekainen according to track number one on the terrible tragedy that happened, or to commiserate, so to speak, and go four days a year and sit with her and give her some company so she can survive. So both can be read in, and that's why they're going to be two mahalchem here. Take a look at Rashi back in Lamates. But the he. So, there are 
two ways to learn these two Pesukim, Lamites and Mammon, based on these uh, two tracks. First shot over here, Tichayk is a made Xerah, nobody should do this. So, why'd they have to make a Xerah? Wasn't that kind of painfully obvious? The answer is no. If it was so painfully obvious, they wouldn't have gone through with it, no one would allow them to do it. The answer is they still assume that as a harashah, do this matzav, maybe it was mutter. So afterwards, they had, she was based in, and uh, said, no, that was completely out of line. There's no place for it, not in track number one or track number two. They should have undone on the spot, yeah, but often in life. Yeah, no, it's a had. This is all retrospect, 2020 hindsight. Often in life, unfortunately, we realize the magnitude of a mistake. After it's done, it starts sinking in. Well, no, so track number one, it was over, and track number two, it wasn't, and they, it's not a, you're asking, so undo it now. The answer is no. They, they held that, Mitam, his leadership, and the Chil Hashem, and the, all the other possible tainas. This is going to keep, but don't make such an edder again. Yeah, don't do this again. Don't make such an edder again. So again, you got to learn both of them into the Rashi. So Rashi is going to explain, there are two malchim within this Rashi. Had he got to Pinchas to ask a Shiloh, if he would have known there's a Shiloh, We'll see soon. Maybe he knew there was a shayla, but he felt he shouldn't be going to Pinchas. Or had Pinchas come to him, neither went to each other even when they realized there might be a shayla or Pinchas realized he might actually do this. And they didn't go to each other. They're not just, this has been misquoted like all the famous chazals and misread. It was on Pinchas' madrega, Nakuda, deep down buried that almost he couldn't perceive of covered, but Pinchas is the last person that worries about his covet or his life. He's the one, if you remember, who sacrificed everything and almost got himself killed by killing Zimri. To mention the Chidah again, which we're not going to go into with the Nitzis the Gogulim, it's uh, more than ironic that Pinchas is meeting Zimri again, or not meeting Zimri again. And that has a lot to do with what's going on, just to show you how much we don't know about what's going on. But we're here to learn the Various uh, mahalchim in the either pshuta shomikra or alpidin. What was going on there? What the havmin is? What the maskanas were? So andu begidulasa means there's a shaila piyalacha who goes to who. We're not going to have time to explain this now. We're going to deal with it after Pesach. But just understand for planting seeds, this machlekes will repeat itself again, and we learned it here within the past ten years. And it involved two very, very big tzaddikim, the G'dayli Adar Mamish, and they had a similar machlekes, and HaKosh Baruch HaBechot Debatsa stepped in and solved it. Who am I referring to? Anybody remember? It's HaMelech and Anavi. No, go further. Chizkiyo. Anybody remember? Chizkiyo was king, and he didn't get married. There's a reason he didn't get married. And there was a very tough message for him from the Navi, from Mishaya. And he was going to come in and he was going to tell him, but the, the Navi is not only not machuiv to go to the king, it might be usher. The king has the supreme level of covet, we would think, in Klayas, so who's higher than the king? The answer is quite possibly the Navi Adar or the Kain Gadol. It's not a question of only me barosh. It's not uh, petty... Me, Baruch, what difference does it make? What's the din? 
it's a hierarchy. Just like the din of a chi of a chabit kahuna. Can't say, well, he happens to be a kain, he was born there, and I'm a Yisrael, but uh, why should I be mechabit him? What's that? There's a hierarchy. And that's the Surya Shail, there are Rambams to see on this, which we will, amidst Hashem, get to. But putting the halachic issues aside, in this particular situation, on Pinchas' Madrega, there's going to be a slight taina, the Acharek Echle Sakol. If there's a Shaila of Sakana, which Pinchas would say, I didn't imagine in my worst nightmare that he was serious about this. So I didn't rush to the scene, or I hold like to be showing him in track number two, and there was no such of so I, I can undo it any time, as Gadali, you were suggesting. So I didn't rush to the scene. And that certainly will be the answer, whether track number one or track number two. But on Pinchas Madrek, it's a taina. And on Yiftach, it's certainly a taina, because it's him, and it's his daughter, it's his future, and you have to know that you don't know, and you're a big tzaddik, but you're not hurts, and... Well, Amar's Chassid is over here, a prime example, and you should go. So that, well, I'm the king. So there are two problems over here. Alpidin, in terms of the Rambam, which we didn't see yet. Who should be going to who? It happens to be Yiftach is wrong on that issue. And the bigger problem is, that's why we go nice and slow over here. There are layered issues. Each one is a pick book. The second problem is, it's not so posh it. He has a din of a melech. But it's not so posh it. He's a din of a shefet of a little It was a limited battle. And Eivar Yardim and Yiftach. And it's quite possible that Pinchas held, and he wasn't alone, that he's not shefet. He does not learn. He's not right to be shefet. A good general. He fought the battle. The original offer was to be a general. And he did a great job. And that was it. So Yiftach, who now, I don't want to say had a chip in his shoulders, but he was a big honor, very courageous, a big tzaddik. And this was very deep in the psyche. But Chazal know how to uncover these nekudus. So if there's, if you're Yiftach, and certainly if you're Pinchas, if there's a 0.001% of COVID over here, even though you have a thousand explanations, which you have to explain, there's still going to be a price to pay. And Yiftach should have realized, maybe he has a shayla, it couldn't hurt to ask, go to Pinchas. Maybe he's not coming here because he doesn't think you're serious. It's so ridiculous. Or maybe he doesn't understand you have a minute. Explain it to him. Either you'll convince him or he'll convince you. And that's everything I just said in one line of Rashi. I'm doing the loss on Ben Shnei Mavda. Lamai said didn't get done for many good reasons. And she was lost because of it. Lost Pruto Mashmo or lost in every other sense, track number one or track number two. Venifra Mehem. And there was an Einish. Pinchas Nestalka Shechina Hemenu. If you learn like Track number one, so he was aiding and abetting not Bekum Vasei in Ritzicha. Why is it only in the Stakla Shechina Mimenu? The answer is, as we just explained, because he had many good reasons why maybe it was Osra Pitin to even get involved and recognize that he was a Shevet of all the Chais, while Pinchas held he wasn't. And he held it was dangerous to say he was, because that's not leadership. You have to have X amount, you don't have to be the Gadol Adar learning, but you have to be holding the learning, as the Melch Yisrael has to be. So that's not leadership. So he held it's also for me to go. So Nestaka Shechinimet is a pretty serious Einish, but he wasn't killed. At the end of his life, he lived a very long time. He's going to get Nevoah back. This is a physical punishment. He didn't have the Nevoah to begin with to lose it. He died a slow, agonizing death. He was shafted for six years, and he lost limbs in various cities that had to be buried in various cities. A slow, painful death. It was not only slow and painful, it was also very humiliating, and that's the Midah with the covet issue. And 
Again, we will go back to the sugyas of the covet issue, why they didn't go, why they did. Later, let's just finish off Rashi, because Rashi gives a second mahalach. Remember, the first shot is they made exera after examining what went wrong. This is terrible. Nobody should ever make an edder in any similar form or fashion again. The second shot, not a serious the first shot. Tichok Beisrael is leading into the following pasuk, a pasuk mem, which we read already, that they had a chok, meaning a minig, every year that they went for four days to this makom. So what does that mean? So Elliot, as you were asking, so there are two ways to read this. Either it means they went to the makom where the neder was makuyim, to say Hespedim again and be saying Kinnis and Tehillim and uh, whatever else they were doing there, Lulinishmasa, or they went to visit her and that was her four days of uh, being able to survive the experience and the fact that she survived according to all the Mepharshim thus far is certainly uh, easier for us to handle but does not take away from the avlo that's being done and Amit Hashem will see more about that. We're um, basically out of time, so we won't get to the Peleites. These copies you keep taking are just to get you used to looking at the front page. We will get to it after Pesach, Amit Hashem. There's an important Peleites, which I hope to get to uh, either during Pesach or afterwards. We'll, we'll uh, Amit Hashem, uh, see it inside.